The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Hello. Hey. I'm Cody. I'll be one of the co moderators for Defining Family. Sorry, I interrupted you. Do you want to say that again for when I chop this up? Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Cody. I'll be one of the co-moderators for Defining Family. And I'm Lenora. I'm the other co-founder. Sorry, co-moderator. Well, I'm a co-founder and co-moderator. All the above. <laughs> so. <laughs> hey, we're doing pretty good. We're allowed to, you know, get flustered for a minute yeah. or two. All right. So uh, thank you to our presenting sponsor, Child Free Media, our champion level sponsor, childfreewealth.com, and our additional sponsors, Best Child Free Life Possible Facebook Group, 365 Diversity, Buy Child Free, Buy Child Free Merch Shop, Child Free Family, Child Free Journals, StopHavingKids.org, StreamYard, The Age of the Child, a novel by Kristen Tetsy, and Wild Egg, a novel by Jennifer Flint. All right. And just a little disclaimer beforehand. The opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of the event or its affiliates. We need to make that thing like flash. It help it really stand out. So with that, we'll bring our speakers on stage. Thank you for joining us, Tora and Sarah. How are you guys doing today? Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. We're so we happy that you're both here. Uh, we, we should have a story. We should have a fourth, uh, third. Roberta, is Roberta out there? We're, 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 sorry, we're That's not, okay. we're missing a few. I thought I saw her in there. Nope, we'll, we're good. Okay. We'll, we'll, if they can All pop right. in, we'll, we'll bring them in. But in the meantime, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Sarah. We'll let you kick it off. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Um, my name is Sarah Liu. My pronouns are they, them. Um, I am 29 years young. I've been openly child-free for 10 plus years now. Um, I was born and raised in Texas, but I actually recently moved to Washington State last year, and I have a lot of hobbies. Um, just a few that I'm currently, are my current obsession basically, um, are riding motorcycles. I've been doing that since I was a kid. Um, I enjoy leather crafting, crochet, um, photography, and reading. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to be here and to speak with everyone. Awesome. And Katura. Hi, I am Katora Kendrick. I am a writer. I'm a traveler. And most importantly, I am unapologetically and joyfully child-free. I'm 47 and much like Sarah, I've known since probably sixth grade that birthing babies and then raising those babies would not be a thing I would do. <laughs> and as a Black woman raised in the Bible Belt South, my life has been interesting having that knowledge, to be quite honest. Um, I was born in New Orleans, which I like to describe as my first love, but I've spent 20 years in the love of my life, New York City. Um, I am a lover of people. I am a lover of life. Most importantly, I am a lover of the people I have in this life that I absolutely adore. And I think I said I'm 47, so, you know, I am, Probably Gen X, um, and I have my issues from that, but you know that's a whole nother. 
<laughs> That's another topic. Another another. For another we'll do childhood Gen X next year. Who knows? <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. Forgotten generation. Oh my goodness. Uh, so what is your familial situation, Sarah? Yeah. Um, also, my cat has decided to join us. This is Calvin. Um, <laughs> but so I do not have a traditional family. Um, I'm polyamorous. And um, those that I call my family, I actually refer to them as my chosen family. Um, I think I hear that you know phrase chosen family more within the child-free community, as well as the um, LGBTQIA plus community. Um, but I refer to them as my chosen family, mostly because Growing up in Texas, um, I often heard the phrase that you do not get to choose your own family. Um, and since getting out of Texas and kind of, you know, learning and unpacking some of that, I can tell you now that that is absolutely not true. Um, you absolutely can choose your own family. So my chosen family, this can include um, romantic relationships, but also platonic relationships. Um, I personally do not view or prioritize romantic relationships over my uh, platonic friendships, relationships. Um, they all require love, patience, understanding, and acceptance. Um, and just for anyone who may need to hear this, um, it's okay to share DNA with someone and not get along with them or even like them. Sometimes that happens and it is completely okay. All right, Katura, dive on in. Oh, no, Sarah got me catching the spirit. Like, you know, <laughs> well, I, I can relate so much to what Sarah says, except I, I, I'm, I'm polyamorous in heart, but too lazy to actually practice it. <laughs> and I literally just realized this up in like four or five years ago. Um, I'm a cishet woman, so I date heterosexual men. Unfortunately, that's how God made me, as they say. Um, I am single by choice as well. Um, and I also, like Sarah, consider my chosen family in some ways, no shade to my family of origin. I consider my chosen family to be much more important to who I am now and what I need now than my family of origin. I am somebody's daughter. I'm somebody's auntie. I'm somebody's sister. Um, I'm somebody's niece. But I am also someone support system for a crew of fabulous black women scattered throughout the five boroughs of New York City who I plan on retiring with <laughs> in another 10 years. Um, I'm going to start my own Golden Girls commune somewhere there you go. in Latin America, probably. Um, so I, I realized a few years ago, as Sarah beautifully said, that this idea of a hierarchies, a relationship. You got your bae or husband and he always comes first. You got your girlfriends who you kick to the curb. You have a bae. You have your mama who you're supposed to bow down to and do whatever she says. How all of that is not very practical or efficient a quarter of the way into the 21st century, <laughs> especially in this economy. Uh, so um, I consider my family both my family of origin and my chosen family, I consider family to be the people in my life who I adore, who adore me, and who support me in a variety of ways. Um, so my ride or dies, irregardless of if we have DNA or not. Yep. <laughs> I love that. All right, so we have Roberta's joining us. We had a little bit of technical issues, so she will be joining us on the panel. Uh, but I first want to just, uh, Katura. Uh, another panel for next year. 
polyamorous at heart, but too lazy to act on it. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 get it. I, get it. Habit. I don't have any loyalty to monogamy, but I'm also lazy as hell and I'm straight. And if I got to go through all these, back to all these damn dudes, uh-uh. I'm sorry, I'm not this cuss, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sarah, look, the three of us can do that panel next year. Cody, make some notes. We're waiting for I'm Roberta sure. to come. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, we'll, we'll continue to the next question, and sure. we'll get Roberta set up, hopefully, uh, in the next little bit. Oh, no, I hear something. <laughs> Welcome to the live child-free convention, everybody. This is, yay, you made it. Let's, Roberta. awesome. Okay, welcome, can we hear welcome. you? Can we hear you? I can't. I can't. I have no sound with her. Oh, she's muted. Can't hear. Can't hear you. Um, Robert. Okay. All right. See if you can text her in the background. Uh, anyway, okay. so we'll just kind of keep rolling here, and then we'll we'll pull her in when we get all that straightened mm -hmm. out. So, how would you define family, Sarah? Yeah. So, simply put, how I would personally define family is safe and accepting. So when I mean safe or when I say safe, I mean that you're able to feel vulnerable with your family, heard, seen, valued, and honestly just cared for. Um, I think that we all deserve to feel like we're cared for and it's reciprocated. Um, and then when I talk about being accepting as a family, um, your family, no matter what that dyna dynamic may look like, um, they accept you for who you are today, tomorrow, or seven years from now. Um, we all change as these years continue on. We continue to change along with them. Um, but just having those around us or just simply a phone call away, um, knowing that they love us unconditionally and, again, you love them unconditionally, um, I think that it's incredibly important and we just all deserve to have that in our lives. Um, and also, when it comes to family, for me personally, I always like to include that family is a space where you can all just exist comfortably, even if that time is sitting in complete silence. Um, I think there's something really special of feeling that comfortable and safe on that kind of level um, to where that silence isn't you know, deafening, it is uh, a safe silence, it's comfortable. Um, and to me, that is something that I have with my chosen family and it's something that I hope to continue to have. Awesome, awesome. Beautiful, Sarah. Do we want to pause for Roberta? Should I just keep going? Roberta, say something. Let's see if we can hear you. Yeah, you can Yay. hear me. Yay, we got Yay. you. Welcome, we got welcome. You. Yeah. All right. Let's Finally. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch up to speed. So uh, tell us about yourself, and then what is your familial situation? So um, I'm Roberta. I'm 34 years old. Um, I'm Brazilian. I live close to Sao Paulo. The name of my city is Santo André. It's like a neighboring city of Sao Paulo. So um, I got married when I was 23 years old. So it's been in 2011. So when I got 28 years old, uh, me and my husband, because he's my husband in papers, we decided to split, but actually we are kind of partners. So we still live together, <laughs> but we don't have like a sexual or um, a romantic relationship anymore. We are kind of partners. So 
So my family situation, it's like that. Like we live together, we share, you know, bills and everything and life, but we are not together anymore. So that's my family situation now. Awesome. And we'll, we'll dive back into the, the question that was up next is defining family, the word family. And so Couture will give it to you. Yeah, for me, first. like oh. defining family, like it's, it's totally different from the standards that we have. Like we need to be like, um, you know, the same blood or something like that, because I know a lot of families that they are not totally like, a, you know, a loving family or a caring family. Like maybe they have like fights or, you know, like they don't talk to each other. So I think family for me is like having uh, people that you care about, the welfare and then you worry about so I have this more with my friends and my husband like ex-husband I don't know like in papers we are you know husband and wife so I'm not so close to my family like nuclear family my mom and my dad like we talk we have a good relationship but we are not so close so me and my friends and my husband we are more close so I think it's that what matters you know like yeah. who you care about yeah. And I will, I, I'm sorry, you went. Should no, I say, Katura, go ahead and define family for us. And you're, yeah, you're similar, similar to what, what my panelists, my co panelists have said. I think family are the people who are there for you because they want to be, not because exactly. they have to be. I love that. Yeah. Your sister may be your sister because she was assigned that role by some random biological fact of your mother gave birth to her as well. But she may not have the capacity or the the desire to be there for you in a number of ways. So her role isn't what makes her family. It is her desire to be there for you because she wants to be. And one of the reasons why I feel as a 47-year-old woman who has traveled the world, who has accomplished a number of things, why I feel like my chosen family, my family of powerful, amazing, compassionate, fabulous friends here in New York City, for who I am now, wants to be there for me because they want to be and are there for me in ways that my original family, who I love and adore, it's complex mm -hmm. because, you know, it's a bunch of black people in the South go to church, so it's complex, right? They are there for me in ways that the Katura of 2022 does not need and they cannot be there for me in ways that my friends can. So it's people who are there for you and who you are there for by choice because you exactly. want to regardless of the role that they have been assigned in your life. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And so uh, kind of it, it's been said in, in some ways already, but how, how do you react to the way that society is kind of like this so headstrong and doesn't want to deviate from what its term of family is to refer to the nuclear family? How do you react to that? And we'll just start we'll, with Katura. You're up top there. I find it comical and I, I actually feel sorry for people who believe there's only one way to do anything. There's only one way to be an adult. You go to college, you get married, you start a family, you go to church and then pick a daily after, which is a lovely, perfect way to do it. The people who only believe there's only one way to do any particular thing in the year of our Lord 2022, they baffle and tickle me. Um, when people question who I consider to be my family or who feel sorry for me because I don't have 
a nuclear family. A man has not chosen me to make me, give me a ring. I haven't had children. I just have these amazing women who will, who will ride or die for me in my life. I kind of, I, I, I kind of feel bad for them because I think the way the world works and the reality of life is the people who share your DNA, you are guaranteed nothing from them. You are not even guaranteed to have them forever through a number of reasons. So I think the ability to create a family of choice, to curate people who want to be in your life because they want to, not because you know, you're know supposed to be there for family, because they want. The ability to do that is an, a huge act of fortune for us in this modern world. And if you don't take advantage of it, even if you have a nuclear family, if you don't take advantage of creating the people who you want uh-huh. in your life, I mean, may the odds be ever in your favor, I guess. <laughs> I mean, go ahead on, do what you're gonna do, but that sounds kind of whack to me. <laughs> so, Roberta, what do you think about that? Um, I think like um, my family is totally like traditional one. So, like my dad and my mom, they are all like, you know, in that square. So for me, I feel the same. Like I, I feel sorry for people like that because I think the world is, cha- is changing. Like the standards to work or to study or to you know have a life or get married or have kids. It's everything is changing. So I think it, it doesn't fit anymore. You know, like we have another society. Like maybe when I get old, I can live with my friends or or have another kind of, you know, like way of living our lives. So I feel sorry about them too, because, you know, like I know people nowadays, like kids that have two dads or two moms or whatever are being raised by the grandfathers or grandmothers. So, you know, like actually it doesn't matter anymore if you like someone, if you care about the the person and the welfare about that person, that's what matters, you know, like families should be that way because we live in a society that actually we should care about each other. It doesn't matter if it's the same blood or something. So I have kind of the same way of thinking. Yeah, and so Sarah, let's wrap it up on that question. Yeah, absolutely. So I personally think that this term, can be very dangerous, um, especially as someone living in the U.S. today with everything that's going on in the U.S. I really think that this term um, has the capability to be dangerous and harmful. Um, our language matters, representation matters, um, and I think that this term could be used um, and is being used that we're seeing in the news every day um, to further marginalize already marginalized groups or individuals and to judge them for choices that don't affect anybody else. Um, There's no one correct way to be a family. And I think that this term really pushes the narrative that the correct family is between two adults and their dependent children. Um, And just from personal experience, I can tell you that's absolutely, again, not true. Um, As Katora put it wonderfully about, you know, your chosen family, they're people who want to be there with you and want to be in your life. Um, And I just think that that is I mean, I couldn't say it better. That is exactly um, what families should be. People that you want in your life and they want you in your life. Yeah, and so a new question for you guys is, 
So why should a child-free person even care about being included in the, that the definition of a family? Um, I'll, I'll jump in. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, go ahead. I, I think as Sarah said so beautifully, and as Roberta sort of intimated in, in, in many of her, her responses, representation matters. And I think it's interpreting. I remember being a, a, a good little Christian church-going girl about 15 or 16, wanting so desperately to see me. I wanted to see me in media, both mainstream and media targeted to marginalized people. I wanted to see me in books and I never saw me. So whatever the version of you are, it needs to be represented. And the further you are from the center of what has been defi defined as the default way of being, the further away you are, the more emphatic you need to be on being represented. So we simply need to care because our families matter. Sarah's polyamorous family matters just like my family of dope black women in New York. Roberta's ex-husband slash roommate slash babe, whatever she calling him, that matters just as much. So we are not second class. We are a version of adulthood and a version of family that is just as valid as the one people have been used to for the last several millennia. Well said. And uh, so let's go to uh, Roberta. So yeah, like I actually I don't care <laughs> about like oh if you fit on that or on this. So for me it's like I don't fit because I am married but I am not in a sexual or romantic relationship with my husband. So actually the only thing that matters it's for me and for him. So if it's working so far for me and for him nobody else matters you know like the opinion of the others about me having kids or me having a, a you know a traditional marriage or it doesn't matter like it's working for me i am happy it's working for him too so i think um that that part of fitting in it it doesn't matter for anyone like from here actually because we don't have kids so we don't fit so i think it the changing starts on that on people that don't fit so that's what i think like i don't care if i fit or not because it doesn't matter yeah i love it but like don't care <laughs> whatever i love it sarah what are your thoughts yeah i mean as Roberta and Katora both have said, like, what does it matter? At the end of the day, our family and lifestyle choices, they're not hurting anybody else. Um, and at the end of the day, all different family dynamics, they exist and they're going to continue to exist. So child-free family dynamics, however that may look for someone, that is still a valid family. Um, and also that's a choice that we all, every single person in this world, we have the right to make on our own. Um, and I feel like, you know, things happening in today's world want to push against that. But at the end of the day, it is still our choice and only our choice. And since we have such a, a well-spoken and thoughtful group here, maybe let's help the community out there. So as a child-free person, we hear a lot. It's like, well, when are you going to start your family? Even if they, you know, get married in, in the sense, it's like, well, when are you going to start your family? Maybe how would you help them get through that question of, of starting a family? I 
I, I, I'm always into shenanigans because, you know, sometimes <laughs> I get bored with life. So I like to play with people and pretend I don't know what they're talking about so they get to hear how ridiculous they sound. So when are you going to start your family? I ask, what do you mean by that? When are you going to start your family? What do you mean by start your family? And keep asking them questions that get them to see they're essentially saying, when are you going to um, become someone's wife and pop out babies? So they can actually say that word. <laughs> they can actually say those things. So I can then say, ah, so that is how you define family. And that's the only way you see it. Because I was confused by your question because I started my family when I started my wife 20 some odd years ago. Um, and some of those people I started my family with are still part of my family. Some of them have chosen to extricate themselves from my family and I've added new members. So I was just confused by your asking me that question when I started it when I was 22. And I was, I needed clarity because I don't see family as just one thing. It's a broad word. Um, so if you're into shenanigans and got time, and you like playing with people, you can do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> or you can simply say... It. You can you can simply say, um, I, you tell them your answer. What 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 Sarah would say about her, her polyamorous family, what Roberta would say about um, her partner who she isn't in a sexual relationship with. You can actually just say that, or you know, again, I like playing with people. I'm just shenanigans, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Roberta, do you have any thoughts on that? How to help uh, another childhood person out? So maybe sometimes, maybe I look a little bit rude when I answer to that, because I just say, like, take care of your own family, you know, your own business. Like, it doesn't matter if, what you consider family, because I consider that I have a family. So, you know, like, when you're going to start, like, I am already on it. So it, it, it doesn't... Like, it doesn't make sense to compare that to having children. So I remember when my dad asked me, he used it to ask a lot of times. So once I got, like, really seriously an answer, like, it's my life. It's my own business. If I decide to, it's my opinion. If I decide to not have any, it's my opinion, too. So stop asking me that because it doesn't have nothing to do with you. So... After that, my family stopped asking me. So I consider like a little bit rude, but sometimes you need to do it because without that, we will keep asking you. Like if you need to have a schedule of your life that you need to do that on that time, you're going to get old. So, you know, like it's, it's my own business. I don't need to. So that's me. <laughs> Mind your business. Yeah. Mind your business. Three words. Exactly. About three people. Three. Oh, you got. Are you just three words? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sarah, anything to add? Yeah. So, I mean, I always like to tell people that I started creating my version of what my family is going to look like the second I started dumping the toxic family members out of my life, not having to put myself in those situations where I knew I was not going to be accepted. Um, and I also like to add in there that, again, I was born and raised in Texas. Uh, reproductive justice and healthcare is wild down there, to say the least. Um, it took me eight years of going to a doctor over and over and over again, asking for permanent sterilization. Um, and I finally found a doctor who agreed to do it, but he still <laughs> had me write a letter 
defending my choice to him and explaining why I do not want kids and I want to go through this uh, process. So I feel like I got, um, one, it was inappropriate. Absolutely. I should have never had to write that letter. However, I got to speak my piece to a doctor who did not want to do this for me as someone who looks the way I do and doesn't want kids. And I felt like with that alone, I kind of regained some of my power that people try to consistently take from me. That's awesome. Good for you. And so with that uh, closing remarks, is there anything that you would like to plug, promote, let people know how to get in touch with you uh, after the convention? Katura. Thanks. Um, so the best way is www.katurakendrick.com. I'm an author of No Thanks, The Black Female Living in the March of Free Zone, an award-winning book I'm very proud of. I'm a freelance writer, so if you Google me, you'll find my work in NBC, uh, USA Today, HuffPost, um, but you can find everything in one place on my website, including my podcast and also links to my social media. Um, so yeah, so my website's probably the best place to go to get everything in one place. Okay. Roberta. So for me, like I'm starting <laughs> on this, like, you know, like streaming thing and online thing. So I don't have like website or something, but if you guys have an Instagram, I'm on Instagram as robs.ch. So I am a pole dancer too. So there's another thing that I have trouble on it because, you know, like, so if you guys want to get in, I'm there. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Roberta and Sarah. Yeah, so I am currently in the process of working on a website for myself. Um, so I don't have those details right now, but if you want to get in touch, if you want to discuss the child-free lifestyle anymore together, please feel free to find me on Instagram. My username is coffeepotqueer one word, um, coffee pot queer. So feel free, send me a request. Um, let's connect and yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for your time. Lenora, any, any final thoughts? Sorry, I'm sorry, I, I kind of kept talking through the whole thing. I, thank you, Cody. I appreciate it. Yeah. We, we had a lot behind the scenes going, so I, I was un, unusually silent. Um, <laughs> thank you. I, I've enjoyed the conversation. I, want to have an after party with the three of you i mean everyone else can come too but i, I this has just been amazing i'm gonna have to watch the replay re back but thank you very much for your well, thoughts we are a lively bunch yeah <laughs> you are you know it, it's it's great it's it it just yeah it, it's fantastic uh we have the halftime show everyone coming up next so there's more conversations i'm gonna go have a shower cody's gonna change into a dress we'll be back <laughs> so stick around we're, we're still going thank you again sarah uh katura and roberta for being here we really appreciate it. And shout out to Laurel. Laurel didn't get on the panel, but she will be, be with us for the 60 plus panel later this afternoon. So huge shout out to the audience. I will, we will be talking with you guys in the audience uh, shortly. So stick around for the halftime show. Thank you, everyone. Right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.